0: Uh, so welcome to another episode of tip top tips edgy with me mark anderson and net support and i'm really really pleased to welcome back onto the show today andy erp our technical support manager uh, who's going to be sharing about all things net support notifies so welcome back to the show andy how are things going with you yeah good thank you yeah it's brian sony here so i'm quite happy <laughs> good stuff good stuff things starting to ease up as well and um uh, uh, you may well have been for haircut i certainly haven't uh, not quite yet anyway uh, looking forward to some beer garden action perhaps over the weekend which might be nice to get out and about for a change um but we're not here to talk about our social lives and those sorts of things uh, we're here today to learn a few things about net support notify for those people who don't know what net support notify is andy what what is it actually what 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 yeah, what does it actually do? What's its purpose?
1: Yeah, so Netsport Notify is our notification tool. Um so it's it's really kind of used by corporate sector education, um, and it really provides a nice simple mechanism today to send alert notifications to your devices, and that could be students sat at desks and sending them an alert, maybe for a, uh, a fire alarm or, or something along those lines, um, or it could be for sending notifications um, to say, you know, you've got some scheduled maintenance and send them out to uh, to staff members. Um, so it's really just a nice, simple way of allowing you to, to send different types of notification messages to uh, to your um, configured devices.
0: So is that just computers or does that work on like digital signage and those sort of things as well?
1: It's really anything that supports you install in the Netsport Notify agent onto. So there are kind of a couple of different components of Notify. Uh, you have the console component, which would be used by the person that wants to send notifications. And then you've got the agent component, which be installed on uh, Windows devices um, and other different platforms that we support as well. So as long as it's one of our supported platforms, then you can target notifications to those. So that could be, you know, if you've got a DSS screen that's got a, a box behind it running Windows and there's no... Uh, reason why you couldn't install the uh, the Notify agent on that to then send notifications and that can appear in a small window or full screen across a whole uh, uh, screen.
0: Wow, that sounds really, really useful in so many. I can, I can envision loads of different scenarios where that'd be really, really helpful. So thanks for uh, explaining in more detail as to what it's all about, Andy. Thank you very much. Uh, We've come with some questions. Uh, and these, are, uh, as with uh, most of our conversations, uh, are sort of framed around some of your more frequently asked questions from customers. Uh, so I'll jump straight into that first question, if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's okay.
0: Exactly. Cool. Well, the first question then is, um, can you configure the agents and console via sort of group policies? Is that something which is possible? I'm guessing it is.
1: It is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you caught me there. Um, yeah, it is something that is possible. So um, we supply AD template files uh, with the software. So there is both a console uh, AD template file um, in both ADMN, the classic format, and the ADMX format. Um, for the console, that allows you to configure things to uh, maybe disable certain features or to allow you to pre-configure what notification servers it's permitted to connect to. Uh, We then have an agent uh, template file, and that allows you to, again, to uh, really enforce the settings to ensure that it's deployed in the way you want the software to be running on the agents. So you can define uh, the emergency response messages on the uh, agent, you can um, define the department details, and again, the connection details, what server do you want it to connect to. So rather than having to, you know, Uh, to have kind of different configuration files that you have to deploy out with your package, then you can have it all pre-configured via your Active Directory using group policy and then just deploy the software out to those and it'll pick up those settings that you've uh, administered uh, centrally.
0: I'm actually saying really, really sort of malleable, really, really sort of easily configurable, but then actually sort of quite efficient once you've got those things set up so it makes it easy for you to administer it, yeah? It does, yeah. Yeah, it certainly does, yeah. Brilliant stuff. Okay, so jumping on to question two for you then, Andy. Um, how do you go about sending notifications from a web console? And I'm, I'm guessing you can do that as well, yeah? It, it is possible. It's something that's often missed.
1: So within the software, most people typically use it by sending a notification from the uh, installed console program. Uh, and that relies on you having to just install that onto the people's machines that you want to be able to send notifications. And that's great. But if people are on the go, and they want to be able to send notifications, then you know, you, you don't want to have to then run back to your your desktop to then send a notification. So we mm. have the ability within the software um, to set up a, uh, a web uh, page. So essentially you can set up a web console. We supply the files with the installer. We've got an article that explains how you then integrate that with your, um, on an IS server, so a web server. And then essentially it looks near enough the same as the normal installed um, console. So a person that's used to using it on the installed desktop application will be fine with then using that on the uh, the web console as well. It's, it's basically quite a seamless experience, um, but it provides all the default options uh, that you would expect to find with the uh, installed program. So it's great, as say, if people are on the go and they want to send notifications and they've maybe got a device, they could just log on to, run a browser, access the page, and then they can send their notification.
0: That's really useful. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Andy. And you mentioned yes, there as well about articles. Uh, if you're watching uh, or listening back to this episode, please do check the show notes because links to articles that explain how to undertake all these different things uh, are available there. And if you're watching on YouTube uh, whilst while you're scrolling down just to find those links and things, don't forget to hit the subscribe button uh, down in the corner. So you never miss an episode of this or any of our net supports uh, broadcast via our YouTube channel. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, So Andy, uh, next question, uh, question three for you. Um, Is it possible to make it so that messages are only sent to certain departments? I could see this being really, really useful. Let's say you've got a a particular block, you know, or a suite where you've got some devices, Uh, sending messages to certain areas within the school will be a really useful thing. So again, I'm guessing it's possible and then you're going to explain how that's possible. It is, and it's,
1: it's a fairly recent addition to Netsport Notify. Um, it's a request that we've had uh, a few times from, from different customers, and it made sense to to look at implementing that. So we always listen to what our customers have to say and, and try our best to, to incorporate those features into the software. So um, previously you could set up um, operators, um, but you couldn't define what that operator could target their notifications to and that's what you can do now so when you go to the notification console and you go to add an operator um, essentially you can now choose to exclude or include certain departments and that allows you to define when they run their console who they can send notifications to so you're quite cry- right there if you've got your agents in different departments maybe for different it suites maybe you've got your admin team um on one set of uh, one particular department and then you've maybe got another uh, department at the school on another um setup then you can say okay you could just target the notifications to those without them sending it to to everyone so it's a really nice feature to now to now have that available
0: yeah, I can say it been really useful because, I mean, that the admin um, devices or teacher devices around the school uh, might not need notifications to get logged out. It might just be that the, the uh, technical team wants to do some software updates or things to uh, some of the computing suites, for example. So it's not relevant for absolutely everybody. And just, jumping in, just jumping into some of the terminology, Andy, uh, what's the difference between an agent and an operator? I mean, it sounds like a James Bond film to me, but <laughs> what, what, what's the difference yes. between Sorry. two things?
1: the agent is essentially the the service that gets installed on the uh, workstations or the the supported uh, platform um, and that's what receives and shows the notification on the screen an operator um, allows you to control access to who can send notifications so um, when you've got the console program installed or the the web console component and by default out of the box you could just access that and then send notifications, but you can then restrict access to certain operators. So it allows you to set a, uh, a username and password, and then essentially you're restricting access to that set of operators that can then access the console to send notifications. So it's a way of allowing you to to secure, so not just anybody can, uh, can send notifications.
0: Which obviously is quite useful when you've got year nine on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> in, your, <laughs> in your PC suite. Brilliant, thanks for clarifying that for me, thank it's you. Good. Um, so uh, next question for you then Andy is um, can you send and I guess this is useful as well because I, I was doing some reading up on uh, NetSport Notify and it's, it's a popular tool uh, not just in schools um, and where and this sort of scenario I could see it being really useful for sort of multi category trusts and, and and bigger sites where you're using WANs or lands and things like this uh, but also in bigger organizations like hospitals and, and uh, other sorts yeah. of scenarios as well but Um, Is that possible? And how how would you go about doing that, sending notifications across multiple sites?
1: Yeah, so it really depends on the customer's environment. Um, If you're talking about a multiple site environment where those sites are all connected on a uh, WAN network, so essentially all the machines are all visible to each other as if they're on the same kind of uh, internal network. So if you've got WAN connectivity or VPN links between your sites, then there's a couple of different ways you could do it. You could choose to if you've got maybe a a central site, you could install a notification server on that central site. And then you then basically deploy the agents and your consoles as normal across the other remote locations. And as long as the ports that the software requires, which out of the box is 443, but it is configurable, as long as the agents and consoles can talk back to that central server, um, then there's no reason why you couldn't then target notifications across those sites, across those WAN and uh, and VPN connections. So it still allows you to do it. So some customers will choose a a central server to do that. Um, And then you can put the agents in different departments to identify which site they relate to. Alternatively, some customers decide to have a multiple um, server um, deployment so if you imagine maybe you've got three sites uh, you can install a notification server at each site again if you've got connectivity between the sites that's great because you can have a console at any site and that console can be configured with not just one notify server but with with multiple uh, notify servers so you know if you've got one uh, administrator sat at one site you could pre-configure their console with the free different notify servers, and then they'll be able to target notifications to all the agents. Or if you wanted them to just see their local site, you just configure them with their own uh, notify server on their local site, and they'll just be able to target agents on, on their one. So. It really depends. Some will go down the central site, some will go down multiple servers. Um, it's probably worthwhile saying that a Notify server at the moment can support up to 10,000 Notify agents. So that does cover a lot of agents on a, on a single central server if you wanted to go down that route. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is the environment though where we do have some uh, some multi-academy trusts and, and some customers where they don't have one or VPN connectivity between their remote sites. Um, but that doesn't mean you still can't use the software. Um, there's right. a little bit more work to it, but you can make the NetSupport Notify server externally visible, and you can do that via a, a port forwarding rule. And that allows your Notify agents and consoles to still connect and report into that Notify server, and it still uh, still allows you to send those notifications. Um, so it is still possible to use that if you haven't got that WAN um, connectivity. And that's a question we also get asked sometimes: if you've got agents that are maybe off-site at home can you still target notifications to those and the answer mm. is yes but it all depends on whether you've got that notify server set up to be uh, externally visible so um, yeah it is uh, it is possible to do that and you'll find details on the ports and and how you can do that on our our website
0: that's really really interesting and because i mean yeah, I mean, there are so many different scenarios and no two schools are ever the same, no two, two businesses and the setups are ever the same either. And the fact that it is so configurable, I'm guessing, is a, is a bit of a, a USP, but also something that the customers love, because regardless of their setup, you know, this, this important uh, tool yeah. to help and support um uh, admins you know doing this sort of thing uh is it, it, really you know doable because of the way in which it's so easily configurable across these different types of scenarios so uh, fantastic to to hear and learn from you andy thank you ever so much uh That's final fun. question now we're ripping through them again today uh, <laughs> final question now is um uh, is it possible to send a notification from a desktop shortcut Yes, <laughs> um, it oh, is. No, so, thanks no, for no, watching. We'll be back i yeah. <laughs> um,
1: um, Again, there is a um, a hidden way of doing this. It's not necessarily hidden, but it's maybe not necessarily the most publicised way that you can uh, send notifications via nestport Notify. Um, we have uh, COM object support, and what that allows you to do is, from an external source, you can send notifications via our system. Now. Uh, An example for this would be in the most common one is a customer might have a predefined message, so predefined text, predefined type of message, um, and they might want to send it to a set department every time. Um, And they could do that by going into the console, you'd have to um, reuse a previous message or select your type of message, type your text again. Um, So there's a few more steps to that. So what you can do, um, we have example scripts, so you can essentially create a script with all that predefined information within that script and then you could place that as a shortcut on a desktop so essentially you could just double click the shortcut and then that notification will be then sent out straight away to all your agents that are are currently connected Mm -hmm. Um, and we've had customers that have um, integrated that with external systems so um, with that common object support you could maybe if you have a trigger in an external system, that could then run a script to then send a notification from our system. So there is the ability to uh, to run these scripts and use this com object, and you can contact our support team for information on how to do that, because it does go a bit in depth on, on that, but we'll be able to, to assist. Um, and yeah, it's quite nice. i worked with one customer a few years ago, and we actually set up, I think there was two, two icons on their desktop one was like a high alert one and one was more kind of a a medium level alert and um, the teachers could just double click on the icon and it'd send a message to the uh, admin staff in the back room so you know if they had maybe an unruly student in the lesson they could just double click uh, an icon and then it would notify the relevant staff members um, so they're aware of the uh, the situation but there's there's lots of different reasons why you could um could use that. That's just one one example there. But yeah, it's it's a nice thing. It's quite hidden away. Uh, we get asked about it every now and then. So yeah, we thought it's best to kind of advise people that it's uh, that it's available.
0: Well, I think that's a fantastic sort of use case scenario, actually, because people, I guess, would often sort of see it as being sort of just saying, you know, um, please log off by six o'clock. We're doing, you know, some mm-hmm. updates this evening or this sort of thing. But actually, and it's been a huge conversation um, um, both in the media and on social media and in schools for, for some time now about sort of behaviour issues. And so one of those things, having a nice little shortcut there on every teacher's desktop or whatever device they've got, um, being be able to sort of send a message through to um, SLT for a call out for some support with a behavior issue, you know, it's, it's so much quicker than having to, oh, where's the walkie talkie? Or it's quite a sort of quiet way of doing those things as well without sort of drawing attention to what you're doing to the rest of the class and all those different things as well. So that's a great use case scenario. Thank you. You mentioned before about, um, with that, I mean, that last question about predefined lessons, you talked about in there about sort of using previous messages. Um, is there a way of scheduling? And I'm going off piece here, sorry, but is there a way of scheduling? Yeah. Uh, stuff so rather, rather than is, sort of, yeah. you know, doing stuff in the moment could, could someone um, let's say a network manager they know what their plans are for the week rather than having to at that moment send the messages out could they sit down talk about sort of, 10 minutes on a monday morning whatever you schedule all those messages and notifications then ready to go out at set times across the week you can yeah
1: yeah so there is when you go into the notification console there's a scheduling tab available so you can create your um, different notifications. You can pick the type of notification you want to send. And then as I said, you can pick your schedule, so you can pick your day of the week. And you can also set it to reoccur as well. So it could be something that, you know, maybe every Friday they they do a particular job, so they want to ensure staff are aware that that's going to happen. Um, so they could schedule that so that gets sent out, you know, every Friday at maybe four o'clock, so staff are are aware. So yeah, there is certainly a a, a scheduling feature, so you haven't got to keep typing it each time. Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, that is brilliant. I mean, what a nifty you know, little solution that provides you know, a fantastic route into you know, sharing and sorting all these different things that you need to do uh, within your organization. That is brilliant. Look, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. Uh, I'll, I'll let you get back to helping more of our customers uh, with, with their uh, technical support queries and things, Andy. But thank you so much, and I really look forward to uh, getting a chance to catch up with you again uh, in, in the near future. Before we go, though, Andy, where, where can people go to if people are – um, wanting to um, get a bit of uh, support or advice around their uh, use of NetSupport products, uh, where, where can they go to uh, to get that sort of help and support from?
1: Yeah, so if you go to our, our main product site uh, pages, there'll be a support page available. So especially if you go to netsupportsoftware.com, you'll find a support area on there. You'll find access to the different articles. Um, you can call, you'll find the uh, the direct numbers on there to contact our different support teams, or you can email us on the normal support app, um When you also visit the support pages, there's a live chat system on there too, and you can talk straight to a technician. So that will pop up in the bottom right corner and you can start talking with one of the techs straight away.
0: Brilliant stuff. Well, there, there are so many ways in which our, our, our software sort of works for organizations and it's a great um, to, to hear and, and uh, learn about the, the many different ways in which people can get in touch if you need a bit of a helping hand with things as well. Thank you again so much for taking the time to join me on Tip Top Tips, Ed you, Andy. Really good to see you again and I look forward to catching you in, in another episode in the very near future. Thank yep. you so much cheers, thank you cheers. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you for watching everybody and uh, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button um, wherever you're t- choosing to watch or listen and don't forget all the things that Andy's been talking about in the show today uh, will be added into the show notes below, there'll be an associated blog post with all these things and links in there too uh, so please uh, do check those out and if you can't find uh, your way navigating through all of those things uh, then please do just feel if you want to you can reach out to me and I can link you up if needs be, uh, I'm at ICT evangelist on Twitter. Uh, and uh, you can access um, me relatively quickly and easily through there. And I can put you in my direction uh, if that's the route in which you want to get some support as well. So look forward to catching you on the next episode. And uh, thank you again to Andy for taking some time out to join me today. Take care, everybody, and be safe out there. Ta ra. Cheers. <laughs>